I really should have taken advantage of Chief being quiet sooner because now he'll probably do the thing where he gets up and starts panting. And if he does that, I'm signing off. But good morning. Whew. Starting off with some attitude, huh, Carly? Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I was going to say it's Friday night. But it's not now. It's Saturday. Almost 3 a.m. And the next day. God, okay, so, um, fun fact about me. Not a fan of bridges. Like, I don't hate them. I don't distrust that they're going to fall in. I'm afraid I'm going to drive off. <laughs> like, does anybody else have that problem where they have to stay in the middle of the bridge otherwise they're afraid they're just gonna like and it's not even I'm gonna look at the side wall and then drive into it nor do I feel like I'm going to accidentally swerve into it I just feel like my body and my I'm just going to reactively jerk my steering wheel <laughs> to one side or the other and I don't know what that says about me I think it's because if I really psychologically break it down, I think when I was young, my parents always said, like, wherever your eyes are looking, your hands follow. So if I'm looking over to the right while I'm driving on the bridge, my arms are also instinctively going to veer to the right, and I'm then inevitably going to drive off the bridge. So that's my psychological breakdown. I'm driving over a bridge right now from Jacksonville, Florida, over to the <clears throat> the Georgia State Line. I am on my first half of this giant road trip from Tampa to Vermont. And let me tell you something. I'm sick of driving. I told somebody today, I think when my driver's license expires, I don't want to get it renewed. I think I'm done. I think I'm done driving. And I say that, and then, you know, I'll be driving to damn Los Angeles or something next week. But I really just think that I've gotten all of the driving that I want to do out of my system. And for so many reasons. For one, like, I just, I used to drive so well. Like, when I was 19, 20, 21 is when I started driving myself all over the country. Uh, 2017, February, I think, was my first, like, out-of-state travel gig. I started going to Kentucky, and then... Atlanta and like all these different places and I would drive fine and then I started expanding and driving anywhere from 6 to 14 hours in one sitting or like driving 6 hours to a show and then driving 6 hours back or whatever <clears throat> and so like I used to do that fine and I wouldn't get tired I'd drive all the way through the night Chief's walking around, scratching himself. But yeah, and I'm finding that progressively, you know, and driving in the day, there's so many people on the road, I get so anxious because people drive nutty. Like, people are just crazy nowadays. Sorry, I just zoned out there for a second, but like, just tired, just tired of driving. I'm gonna hire a driver. Uh, actually, I wish Chief would stop moving around. So rude. But firefighting cowboy offered to drive me around to places from now on, which I thought was funny. I don't think I acknowledged it when he said it. You ever do that? Like, somebody says something kind or, like, some, some somebody says something 
that deserves acknowledgement and then you just don't acknowledge it and then realize later on like oh yeah that was mentioned or said or whatever but no I heard it and I thought it was so kind oh my god how sweet my dad's already uh number one on the list for my my personal driver for the rest of my life but we'll see we'll see about it um I also hate like the new fashion statement of having led lights because they're absolutely miserable like why do we have to why do we have to blind each other you know and not even just headlights. Like, all right, cool. You got you. You want LED headlights because for whatever reason you need it. You you think you need them. Cool. Fine. Whatever. Don't care. But like, the police lights. Honestly, I can hardly even tell what's coming up behind me when there's just a giant bright LED spotlight or whatever the the police officers use. Can't even hardly tell it's an officer. Just feel like somebody with a giant, like a, a damn UFO behind me with its laser beams. Just blinding the ever-living fuck out of me. Pardon my language, but... God, it's awful. And then, don't even get me started on these new fancy-pantsy damn light-up disposable billboards... You know, the ones that instead of paying for a billboard, now you just pay for like five seconds on a billboard every 30 minutes. Because it's a computer screen and it's the brightest damn thing you've ever seen in your whole life. You ever taken the TV and turned the brightness all the way up to 100? Or like you ever woken up in the middle of the night? Let's do something more modern, Carly. God, get out of the 90s. Um... You ever, like, wake up in the middle of the night and check your phone and your brightness is all the way up? Just blind to you like a damn bat? It's about how I feel while I'm driving and that's not safe. <laughs> yeah. Man, the roads are crazy. People are getting crazy every, crazier every day. Uh, speaking of crazy, I did go and get my, uh, I went and got my diagnostic back for my test thing that I mentioned on Sunday. And, um, you know, your girl's got some stuff and we're just, you know, we got some stuff and the doctor said some things and your girl's going to make some changes very excited to make these changes but you might just be seeing a little bit different Carly for a little while and for a little while I mean for the rest of my life but so, yeah so we got some stuff and we're gonna be doing good so um my throat feels like it's going out so I'm going to end this segment give myself a little break and then I am going to of course take the wrong exit and not pay attention and go the wrong way I'm going to get off here and then I'm going to get back on later so hasta luego well if you hear Chief moving around and panting I hope that you just enjoy the art of what car talks is and that is authentic and organic and you're just riding along with me i am on a back road because the interstate got backed up so we are cruising for a bruising on a two lane through virginia on our second leg from tampa to vermont i drove like i said the other night i'm just sick of driving because people suck at driving but what are you going to do? Stuck behind a shit driver right now, too. <clears throat> um, did you guys ever learn, like, fun facts? Well, first of all, I think I went to touch on this the other day and forgot. But for Halloween and stuff, did you guys ever call it Cabbage Night? Did I already talk about that? <laughs> that was the one point I wanted to make. 
It's cabbage night. The night before Halloween. Go out and cause trouble and debauchery. But, um... You know, somebody was talking the other day about how, like, one day we're going to reminisce on... Maybe I already talked about that, too. Guys, I hope that you remind me. Like, don't don't let me repeat the same story four or five times. Because um, if I did, I'm going to be really embarrassed. But that's all part of the stuff with the brain that we're going through. So, um, at least you guys are keyed in, cued in, and understand that I'm not just repeating things to repeat them. I'm repeating them because I don't remember saying them. So, this guy's an idiot. Almost just got T-Bone coming around the corner. Um, but yeah, I guess I might have touched on living digitally and how one day we're all going to reminisce on what it was like before phones and like going for a walk and enjoying the outside. And I'm sorry, guys, but I cannot handle Chief Panting. So hopefully he'll quiet down uh, before the end of this road trip and I'll be able to talk again. The wind might be a little bit louder by then, but at least you're not listening to... And of course, now he's quiet. <laughs> Alright, I'll come back on later. Okay, we're gonna see how much we can get done here. Because the wind has settled. Chief has finally sat down and quit panting. And I'm just cruising. <clears throat> we're back on the highway. I had some thoughts. Um, first of all, this cold weather is for the birds. I don't know where in my right mind I thought that I wanted to be back in the cold weather. Definitely didn't. Um, I actually have half a mind to turn around and just go back to Florida and say sorry, guys. Couldn't handle it. Had a mental breakdown. Had to turn around. Um... I think I've talked about this before, but, like, with new technology and everything and all of the tangents and rampages that I've gone on about technology lately, it is insane. There is literally a niche for everybody to become famous, like anybody. You could be an average person just, like, that eats the same kind of branded sausage every single day of your life. And eventually, you'll get famous on the internet. Now, granted, as the person that eats the same kind of sausage every single day. But regardless, like, you're making money. And you're probably going to get a brand endorsement of some sort. That's insane. And I know I've gone on rampages about, like, back in the day. We didn't have access. The populace and the general public did not have access to their favorite celebrity. They didn't have access to information about what was going on elsewhere. And now some person that just likes processed pork, who some may say is um, mentally unstable, which I can say that now because uh, I've got the test to prove it or whatever. Uh, (laughs) Um... That guy can just get famous. Like, I don't know. world's a crazy place. And we're hoping that it just explodes. Let it just destroy itself. Um, I digress. I think, I had this thought earlier. I think I just, like, want to be hugged all the time. Like, I think I just want to feel like I'm being hugged. Now, feel like I'm being hugged, not actually get hugged, you know? Now, for anybody from Dixon County that's listening that has gotten to know me over the past year, you may feel otherwise. Because, God, would it make me so angry people would just come up behind me in this bar and hug me or, like, cover my eyes or tap on my shoulder and then jump to the other side thinking that they're cute and 
it would make me so mad. I finally had to be like, yo, stop touching me. But metaphorically, I think I just always want to feel like I'm being hugged. I just want to be hugged. Like, maybe that's why I play music, you know? Just to feel like I'm receiving a hug. Metaphorically. Don't just come up behind me and hug me, please. Unless you're a firefighting cowboy, then you can come up and hug me from behind without me noticing. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I mentioned this in the last 10 minutes or not, but if I did, I'll say it again. I'm 10 days sober of alcohol, so we're happy about that. Um, And when I say we're happy about it, we're confused about it, but, you know, your girl's got a diagnosis, so... We're going to do it. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if anybody else that's listening has ever had, like, withdrawal symptoms. I'm not even sure if I would classify what I'm experiencing as withdrawal symptoms, but, like, for one, I'm snacky, you know? Or, for two, I feel a little less confident just in the case that I feel like people like me when I've got a good buzz going and or when I'm drunk and that's a self-confidence thing that obviously I have to figure out as we all do with our own insecurities but that's one thing that I've noticed is when I'm sober around other people who are drinking I immediately feel self-conscious about whether or not they like me not whether or not like I'm having fun or that I feel like I look bad or something like that. Just personality-wise and, and socially speaking. I get a little insecure. And that's okay. I think. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. I had so much to talk about. Let's see what happened this week. I I got to see some folks from Nashville I hadn't seen in a while. I had a buddy that played in Tampa. So I got to go pop in, pop out. Like a damn rock star, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just show up and then I leave. <laughs> no, it was good though. Gosh, this is probably brutal to listen to today. I'm trying to think of things I haven't talked about with y'all yet. Uh, do we believe in ghosts? Have we have we talked about that yet? I'm pretty sure that there's a ghost in this new apartment that I have in Florida. Because I went in one day. Chief had been inside all day. You know, I'd been in there in the morning, obviously, and then I got up and went to work and came home, and I'd been there for maybe 30 minutes or so, not a sound. And all of a sudden, the smoke detector started doing the beep. Just random beep. You know, like when the battery starts to die or whatever. And so, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I just literally... I just literally signed this lease and like there's no reason why that battery should be bad they should have replaced it but anyway cheap apartment what do I expect um and so I'm thinking about it whatever and it's scaring the crap out of Chief right so Chief is now getting wicked upset which used to happen to Willie too Willie would as soon as the smoke the smoke detector or smoke alarm would make a beeping sound or anything microwave whatever i don't know if it hurts their ears or just scares them or what but they would react and chief was like falling all over me trying to climb in the shower just ridiculous and then all of a sudden i realized i hadn't heard the beep i realized that the beeping had in fact quit beeping And then I wondered to myself, is the battery low or was there just a ghost in here sucking the energy out of it? 
but like why that apartment you know what I mean maybe maybe if we're diving down a rabbit hole maybe I have a ghost maybe I've got a thing following me around which of course like I always believe in my guardian angels or whatever and that's okay that's what I believe in you don't have to agree with me um chief I really need you to climb out of the console please and he's not he's just laying on me dead arm oh my god this dog dude so yeah maybe there's a maybe there's a spirit following me around or something but I swear to god I've never had a smoke detector like do it like beep like that on a bad battery for a couple of minutes I say a couple maybe like 20 minutes and then just stop and been totally fine ever since and I've been in the apartment ever since and it's not beeped again so maybe I'm just crazy but yeah I kind of grew up in a haunted house and one time this is a true story can't even make it up I played this show at this hotel in Nashville and it was, I think it was the first time I ever got to play original music on guitar. Like acoustic, by myself, no accompaniment, accompaniment. And I'd been asked by a guy, and I don't want to say his name, but like, I don't know, he just was off for me. And maybe he was just kind, but at the time, as an 18-year-old, like college kid in a city blah 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 this that the third I just felt like he was a little off maybe a little flirtatious maybe not and I just was uh conceited who knows but so I go to play this show or whatever and this hotel is like straight out of the twilight zone like doo, 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 doo. like very you walk in and you feel like you blasted back to the 60s and it's not supposed to be that way like it's not a boutique hotel that like, that's their style. And then, fast forward a couple of years from this incident, my mom stayed there, my parents stayed there, and they said it was, like, awful staying in the rooms. However, I digress. So, I go and play this. $4 a gallon for gas up here, by the way, in Pennsylvania. How ridiculous. I think I just paid four seventeen. Um, But, so, they stay at this hotel. Whatever. They hated it. But, flashback to the incident that I'm talking about. So I go to play this original show asked uh, or proposed to me by this guy that I felt like was a little off. And I play my 30 minutes. I play my seven songs, whatever. And while I'm on stage, I vividly remember just noticing this woman in the back corner of the, the cafe, I guess you'd call it. Like it's a little cabaret kind of room. Very, very, very old school. I felt like I should have been dressed like Cruella DeVille, you know, that kind of place. But instead, I was wearing, like, cut-off jean shorts and Crocs and tank tops sitting on a bar stool, drinking. And I had a friend, a different friend named Allie, at the time, that was with me. And she was actually standing close to this lady in the corner of the bar. That's kind of why I noticed her, I guess. But, um throughout the entire set like she just did not quit locking eyes with me and so after the show I just kind of walked right over and said hey like thank you so much for being so kind and like paying attention it's really hard to come by to find people that we've talked about this before guys like people that just genuinely want to pay attention to original music they haven't heard before and so we get into conversation and eventually after like 15 or 20 minutes of talking and Allie's standing right there. Um, she mentions that she's a, a medium of sorts and, like, reads tarot cards and essentially, I guess, like, the stereotypical quote-unquote uh, psychic. To which she then, like, explains that while I was playing, there was somebody in the room that was standing with me. And, like, the way you phrase that, that doesn't mean that there was a person that was with me in the room that was, like, you know, she wasn't talking about Allie. And so, and I've seen enough, like, TV. I've seen enough basic cable television. I guess it's not basic cable. It's actually, like, premium cable. But I've seen enough cable television 
I seen the Discovery Channel and the sci-fi and the history. This lady was about to tell me that I had a ghost. And I wasn't giving her any information, so I was asking her questions. Who is it? What do they want? And when she asked me a question, I'd say, I don't know. I have no idea. And this lady described my grandfather in, like, a very distinct grandfather story. Like, something that... Like, not a stranger would know. And it's not like she saw the the tattoo on my chest and made a mention of it. Like... Like, oh, what's your tattoo? Like, who's that for? Blah, blah, blah. And then proceeded to say, well, by the way, you had a ghost on stage with you and it was your grandpa. Like, that's not what happened. In fact, the opposite. So, at any rate, she described the story and she's like, this is what he looks like to me. Like, this is his physical appearance as a entity and yada, yada. And I basically just asked, you know, what do they want? And... She ended with, you know, he just wants you to know that he's watching out for you and yada yada. So I always believe stuff like that, I guess. That's the longest story ever for no reason. Irrelevant information, but... I don't know why that battery didn't start beeping again. Or the smoke detector, rather. Why didn't it keep beeping? Why? It's gonna be a long week. I often find myself trying to find, like, life hacks. Like, I, instead of curling my hair with a curling iron, I just wrap it in, like, a little ballerina bun at the back of my neck. Excuse me leave it that way for a little while maybe hairspray it but I don't like use a curler which sometimes it works really great sometimes it looks like garbage you know but what are you gonna do but uh one thing that I found to be a life hack and maybe we've talked about this before too but I have found if you make eating harder to do Whether it's like you just put yourself in a place where you can't eat for longer or you get something that's harder to eat or something that you don't like, whatever. You don't eat as much. And I've had to implement that because I eat too much. And that's all I have to say about that. So yeah, I'll get back on here later when Chief's being quiet again. I got more to th- talk about. I gotta write stuff down. Gosh, I gotta write stuff down. I wish I could get. <clears throat> I wish I could get rid of social media forever and like just use this. You know, I could just take all my Instagram followers and take all my Facebook and take all my TikTok and just put it here. Instead of y'all just watching what I do all the time, you just get to listen to what I do all the time. But I digress. Passing Drinker Street, Scranton, Pennsylvania right now. So, um, I'm going to go wish that I had a beer and a hot dog to you later. Hopefully, this records where it's supposed to be. And it's not the start of a new episode, but I don't think it will be. I made it home. So, that's fun. Um... I'm very happy that I was able to make it all the way back here. And boy, did I, I really wanted to record that while I was on the trip. But I just couldn't, I can't get over, I can't get over the panting of the dog. And I don't know if Willie just never, ever panted. But boy, like when Chief just starts up, it's like, I don't even know how to compare it. Allie made a really great comparison at one point. 
because I was complaining, saying when she was down in Florida that it's it's just nuts. It drives me so insane. And once, like sometimes it doesn't bother me at all. Sometimes I don't hear it. And then other times it is all I can hear is just the, you know? And she goes, yeah, dude, dogs are like kids, except you can't put the dogs outside. <laughs> Or you can't put the kids outside. So much funnier if I had landed it the first time correctly. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Can't put kids outside. And leave them. Unless they're over the age of like six. I'm such an idiot, dude. I'm holding the cereal bar that I was eating before I started recording. Thinking, oh, I can just hold it and I can record. First of all, stupid idea anyway. But secondly, no, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. So now I'm just being rude and chewing. Stand by. <clears throat> Can y'all hear me chewing? This is gross. <laughs> this is like ASMR. I've become very self-conscious of my, my chewing because somebody... Somebody had mentioned that their... Uh, one of their biggest pet peeves is like being able to hear people chew. So now every time I eat... If I don't think about it while I'm doing it, I think about it immediately after. And wonder if I was just chewing loudly. And sometimes I won't even, I won't recognize or realize if I was chewing loudly, but I will still apologize. I'll be like, oh man, sorry if you could just hear me chewing. Um, out cruising back roads that I used to drive all the time. And there's a super odd phenomenon that I'm having. And I have it every time I come home where this place just used to feel so big. Which is you know, it's not just like me being a kid in a small place. Like my parents made sure that we, I mean, we traveled a lot. And as a kid, like we did a lot of stuff as a family and went to a lot of different places for all sorts of reasons. And it's like, every time I come home, it feels smaller and smaller. Like the distance, I used to feel like it would take so long to drive from my house to the four corners. And now I'm like, dang. It's really only a two-minute drive, but it used to feel so long. Or like driving these back roads used to feel like it was so much time and so much distance covered. And it took me all of four minutes to drive up here. And maybe, I don't know. I used to, yeah, I don't know. And I used to fly through here, so it really used to be even faster. It used to take even less time and still I feel yeah I don't know my house feels smaller when I walk into a building that I've been in a hundred times or a thousand times or however many times it feels smaller the mountains feel smaller am I crazy or uh is the world shrinking because maybe that's it too <laughs> maybe I'm just getting larger <clears throat> and I'm not talking about my perspective But I'm having a great day. If I was having any better of a day, I'd win the lottery, you know? So I took Nana around, and Nana's Nana's doing good. You know, you know how older folks get. She's doing good. Did her errands, did my errands. I do miss being in a small town and just being like, yep, my dad said this, and dad told me to come down, and... Oh, yeah, we'll take care of you. We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. And they do. And that's just because my dad's a good dude. My parents are good people. That's one thing. I don't know if I've ever mentioned, but I was thinking about this a lot the last few days. About how, like, Allie and I both have actually talked about it. That we, we don't have to worry about our dads being weird or creepy. And... You know, we all have friends that have parents who can be inappropriate or whatever the case is. And 
I'm not saying that my dad's never been inappropriate, but like, let's define appropriate, you know, and appropriate is always out to one standard. And my dad has always maintained an appropriate relationship with my friends and with girls my age and has never like he, he just doesn't that's not a thing that I have to think about and I heard somebody else the other day talking about how their dad is like a creep and like hits on her friends and stuff and I just could not I'm so grateful you know if there's any girl dads out there be that dad that is respectful of his daughter's friends you know, or girls' daughter's age, like, because that goes really, really far. It's very special to be able to say that. And on top of that, being a good dude on top of it helps with a lot of things. And it makes it easier for me. So look at me just reaping the benefits of my dad being a good guy. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just cruising out here, cruising for bruisings, I reckon. It's cold. I don't know if I've talked about this yet, but going from 60 to 30 is fairly drastic. Pretty miserable. So just what I'm out here doing. This week I got so much stuff. I play a bunch of shows for the hometown folks. If you're in Bennington, I'll be playing at Madison's on Main Wednesday the Village Garage Distillery on Friday, and then 421 on Saturday. And uh, we're going to have a big old time. I don't recommend coming to more than one show because it's going to be just about the same show three times. But um, but it's good. It's going to be fun. I see a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. I just saw my old basketball coach, one of my old basketball coaches. I had one of those basketball teams that had three different coaches in four years. If you can believe that. Three different coaches in four years. Any team going through three coaches in four years is absolutely insane. But, you know, that's what we did. Politics. Things like that. So, had a couple kids on the team, unfortunately. And I hate to talk bad about a kid. But now that they're adults, they're, they, come on, it's okay. You can grab it if you want. Is it over here? Okay, yes, sir. Here, I'll roll up. Let's see. You see it? Yes, sir. You be safe, all right? Kids bouncing a bouncy ball on the sidewalk and dang lost it underneath my car. Why am I eating a chocolate bar again? <laughs> I just pulled it out of my mouth. Poor kid. Um... Not poor kid. He got it. He was fine. He said, to get, pull up. Oh, oh, tell me, please, at least. Damn. So, yeah, I've just been kicking loops. I'm probably going to cut this segment short. And if I can't finish it up by, like, 6 o'clock, you guys are going to have it tonight. Uh, does that get annoying? Every time I get on a segment, I just always say when you're going to get this. And even though it's, like, five times in the same episode... Because I can imagine that's getting kind of annoying. And I'm going to try my best to change that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to pull into the house. And see if I can't find an excuse to keep going out and driving around some more. If not, I'll record it up in the house. And then and then I'll get it out to you guys. But, um, man, I'm just happy you guys are still chugging along. And we got new music Friday. So hopefully I can get some more podcasts out here to you. In the next little while. Look at us go, crazy kooks. I'm back at it. Found an excuse to uh, go drive around some more. So, that's what we're doing. Heading to the gym to get less gross. (laughs) I've been saying that for so long and I really want to make... God, I want to make merch shirts so bad, and I still have just been complacent and not figured it out. So, let me put my seatbelt on here. And you know what? I just want to have all of the finances to be able to say, hey, here's my ideas. 
somebody, let's find somebody who can already do this so that I don't have to figure it out. But that just also sounds really lazy and complacent. So, excuse me. <clears throat> I will have merchandise t-shirts that have little one-line zingers like Get Less Gross and all of the other ideas <laughs> that I have for t-shirts. But I... Now that I'm not drinking, I'm anticipating that I'm going to lose so much weight, but I'll be so disappointed if it's like, like I've always heard either people lose a lot of weight from not drinking if they can not eat incessantly, or they gain so much weight because they eat incessantly. And I've been so snacky and eating so much that I'm like, I'm definitely getting fat, but, um, you know, firefighting cowboys, like, I can't wait till I'm not injured and I'm going to get so hot. Which made me a little insecure. I was like, why do you, well, who do you want to be hot for? Of course, he's like, you, honey. But no, he's going to get hot and leave me or some shit. <laughs> That'd be such a power move to be just such an attractive couple that only wants each other. That's all I want. I want my, my guy to be obsessed, so I got to get less gross, you know? But, so we're going to work on it. We're going to have a good diet. I think I was talking about it earlier, but it is, like, it's a little nutty. And it's so different, like, I've been drinking alcohol since I was 13 and boy do I have stories my first time ever drinking alcohol I think that I can remember other than just church wine because for those of you who don't know I went to Catholic school and we had to do the Catholic communion and I think it's like the third grade if it's not third it's second grade and uh there's a cop I gotta put the phone down but yeah um Catholic school you drink the wine and then my first time that I ever remember like really drinking alcohol was I was in the eighth grade. So I was 13 and we were at a, uh, at a girl's house that I went to school with at a girl's aunt's house. Her name was Emily and it was me, Emily and like one other girl. And we just broke into the liquor cabinet and had Goldschlager, which I didn't really like. I think I took... I'm not even trying to, like, exude myself from uh, responsibility or anything, but, like, they had been drinking. And they also, so when I was in the 8th grade, I was 13, but all my friends that were also in the 8th grade were, like, 15 or 14. Like, they were, we were getting ready to go into high school, so they had already all turned, you know, like, 15 or whatever, whatever age you're supposed to be when you go into high school. And, uh, yeah. So they'd been drinking and they drank with their friends and their, their siblings or whatever. I took, you know, a couple swigs or whatever. And I don't remember feeling drunk. And I feel like I even consciously remember thinking to myself, like, this doesn't, like, I don't feel anything. But with that being said, I could be wrong. You know, I could be misremembering, of course. So I've been drinking that long. That's 13 years. That's half my life. Half of my life. I have been consuming alcohol in excess. And I sound like such a damn preacher right now, but it's really crazy to think about. And then, you know, coming up through school and my parents already know about all this. So like, it's not news. And if you have known me for a while and you're listening and like, you didn't know all this, well, <laughs> you're the last of the party. Cause this is common knowledge. Um, and not that my parents knew while we were doing it, but like they know now and, but we would, we would drink so much and as an adult, you know, moving to Nashville at 17 with a fake ID too. I mean, that's just been a long, long time. And that's not even the part, like that's not even the thing. 
that's not even the thing. Like the, the fact that I've been drinking that long is not even the problem that I'm having or why. It's just the fact that some people have problems with, I guess, neurological and physiological damage. Like some people just have a bad reaction to alcohol and some people don't. I just happen to be one of those people that unfortunately is deteriorating. <laughs> and it's also crazy too, because maybe, maybe your family's like this and, and maybe there's some sort of solace in this, or maybe it's just like a, I'm just ratting everybody out, but everyone in my family, every cousin, every uncle, every aunt, every sibling, every grandparent, it just everyone on either side that I know, and there's a lot, my dad's got 52 first cousins or some crazy shit like that, and my mom's got a whole bunch too, and every single one of them drinks, and not just like here and there, like has a drink once every once in a while, like drinks weekly at least, if not daily, and nobody has, I guess, been diagnosed with a problem or anything, but um, I don't know. It's just crazy. And I'm so fortunate, but the crazy thing is, is that I'm, you know, I'm only like 10 days or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do while I'm here? Cause that's all we would do. So I'd come home, we'd go to the bar and not that that's all my parents and I would do together, but more so like, that's really all that there <clears throat> would be to do on a Monday evening is go to the Ramuntos and sit at the bar and see everybody and watch the game. And I'm, I feel pretty fortunate rather that I get two days at home of being sober before having to step foot into a bar, which, you know, and I don't, I'm not even sitting there like fiending for a bar or for a, for a bar, for a beer. I'm certainly not like craving, craving one. I went to lunch with Nana today and she had a beer and I didn't want one. I wasn't, you know, cause it's terrifying and I haven't even really talked about it, but I guess, you know, maybe this is the time, like basically what they told me is that whatever's causing the problem, alcohol is just making worse. So therefore like just nix it, just cut it out. And maybe, maybe this problem will solve itself. However, if you continue to drink, like you're not going to see any progress. And more so, like, just more deterioration. And how wild to think, like, oh, no, just cold turkey. But driving by the bars and stuff, I'm like, oh, would it would it be nice to be in there right now? Or did I always just go in there and do that because it was there to do? I don't know. And that's that's a very interesting... I, I've just never had the, I've never had the, oh, I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I could still go into Ramuntos and sit at the bar and watch the game and drink water or whatever. And I'd be fine. But I'm just not going to do that. I'm just going to go home. And that just opens up a whole door. It's a whole new world out there. It's very interesting. I don't know. I'm going to cut this segment so I can go work out. And then, uh, uh, I reckon I'm going to talk to you more when I get back in the car on my way home. And then I'll put this sucker out. So talk to y'all here after a while. Does anyone else ever feel like when they're asked a question regardless if it's a stranger or somebody that you know, somebody that you're close to, whatever, like you have to answer transparent, transparently and honestly. Like I get such a wildly guilty conscience. For example, I'm in the gas station buying non-alcoholic beer and somebody I haven't seen in a while sees me, we're chit-chatting, looks down and, oh, non-alcoholic. Yep. I couldn't just be like, yep. Nope, I had to be like, yeah, you know, 
switching over and like have a whole conversation about it. Just could not, could not refrain from just saying, yep, and leaving it at that. Because obviously I'm not drinking alcoholic beer for a reason. Doesn't matter what the reason is. And for some, for some reason, I just feel the need to explain. And that really goes for like anything. If I've got a damn cast on my wrist, I can't just be like, yep, broke it. I gotta be like, yep, broke it, doing this and that and the third, and here's the whole story. And that might be even one benefit of like dating the kind of person that I'm dating who's just like, you talk a lot and you explain everything and you don't have to. Like, you do not have to explain every little detail but for some reason some point somewhere down the line someone made me feel like I had to so I do even to people that don't really deserve to know the business but somebody asked me if I retired recently just have you retired I said no. I did not. But even if I had. None of your business. Maybe I will retire and just not tell anybody. But. I have found that. I feel a lot more at peace. When things are quiet. That rock star lifestyle was pretty chaotic, and it still is. However, I I haven't been living it much the last few months, so it's been refreshing, to say the least. But I've not retired. I don't think I'll ever be able to retire. I'm going to have to work my whole life. I hope not. Actually, that's a lie. I'm going to retire early. Somehow, someway, I will retire early, and I'll be able to enjoy the fruits of my labor... This might be another little shorty episode. I'm pulling into the driveway. I got Jeopardy to go watch. I'm crack open this non-alcoholic beer and try to enjoy it, I guess. Mm. No, actually, these non-alcoholic bush lights, for anybody that's curious or is interested in maybe switching, these non-alcoholic bush lights taste, I think, better than even alcoholic bush lights. So... I recommend trying them out. Signing off. I'll get back with y'all. I got a long road trip. I got to go from Vermont to Nashville to Tampa in like 48 hours. Like I got 36 hours to drive 30 hours. And that other six is going to be spent like getting stuff cleaned out of my old house. So wish me luck this week. I'll catch up with Yens on my way to Tennessee. Hopefully have it out before I get to Tampa on Sunday night. Catch y'all on the flippity flip.